0: Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I am Brad. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you're having a great day. I hope it's going well for you out there in this crazy, crazy world we live in now. Uh, I uh, started running with a mask. That's a that's a different experience. I say mask. It's, it's really just a bandana that I wear over my face, um, you know, just trying to do my part. Um... That's so we're we're all in this together, right? That's what they're saying on the commercials. Uh, apparently not, though, because some people they don't like masks. Uh, I can't quite figure out why. You know, I was at the grocery store picking up some stuff, and most people had on the masks. There was a few that just, you know, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna be me, and that's not a person that wears a mask. So th- they. Uh, But the overwhelming majority We were masked Yes My friend Lacey posted that Her husband was, you know, wearing his mask out In public like a responsible adult And some Yahoo Told him that he didn't have to wear those anymore Yeah, she just uh, I don't know It sounded like from the story Like this person was like offended That he was wearing a mask and I feel like there was a time when, or maybe I'm just romanticizing the past, but that people were just better about minding their own business. Is it just me? I mean, do you ever think about stuff like that? Like that people nowadays, and I'm not saying it's a generational thing, I'm just saying people of all ages now are way more concerned with people than they used to be. You know, back in, I don't know, the nineties, the eighties, you you name it. I can't pinpoint a specific time when people were not so obsessed with other people, but it's just, uh, it's getting crazy how much that we think about each other i don't I don't get it. I just think why why can't you just if someone isn't hurting another person, what does it matter? you know even if this crazy lady you know doesn't think that we should be wearing masks during the biggest pandemic in a hundred years, why does she care you know it's even if it's not doing any good it's it's certainly not harming anyone, but it doesn't fit into her little world of make-believe science and make-believe news, so she has to go popping off about how we don't have to wear masks. Uh, She sounds like she's part of the Yal-Qaeda, you know, not to be confused with Al-Qaeda. Similar uh, techniques, but different. Um, Yal-Qaeda, they're they're the folks that are afraid of immigrants, uh, black presidents, Bernie Sanders, rap music, CNN, you know. But they're not afraid of COVID-19. I I have to give credit where credit's due. I did not come up with the Al-Qaeda. I heard it from Dan, whom I don't know if he came up with that or not. If he did, kudos to you. I'm kind of hoping that it uh, becomes a thing, though, because we we need to call (laughs) the Al-Qaeda people out. Uh, I wonder if uh, they believe in murder hornets. Apparently, this is the first time in the U.S. that we have those amazing uh, insects. Yeah, they just, they're this, I think they're like four inches long or something. Uh, they kill about 50 people a year in Japan. The sad part is the the most threatening part is, is that they have the potential to destroy the honeybee population just I think they just take off their heads literally. You know, just when uh just when we thought it was safe to try to venture out we got people not wearing masks and these crazy murder hornets. Although the murder hornets uh are their natural predator is a praying mantis. They can they can take them out. So I am I'm definitely team praying mantis on this one because uh I the murder hornets they have a very big amount of neurotoxins and apparently it feels like you're being uh, like a small electrocution if you get stung by one of these little bastards yeah uh right now they're in Washington I don't think the last I heard they haven't spread but you know anything's possible in uh, in 2020 that's what we've learned it's like uh it's turning into Giamanji meets Black Mirror that that's where we're at right now. <laughs> oh man the uh, the creator of Black Mirror he is not working on a new season because he says quote we're already in dystopia. Yeah he's gone to writing comedy that that's how bad it is. Uh, I don't know if you watch the show it's a Netflix original series kind of a dark uh, view on uh, on our society and how technology interfaces with that. Um, If this guy says that we're, you know, that he's going to just take it easy on us, that we've got enough bad things going on, that, that, that's not good news. This is a bad indicator. (laughs) I, I don't know what, what to think about that. I did manage to catch an excellent documentary this week during my shut in uh, time. And It is called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Um, It is the third documentary following Sirius and Unacknowledged. It centers around Dr. Stephen Greer, who founded the Disclosure Project. He offers up evidence for extraterrestrial contact, including top-secret testimonies, documents, never-before-seen UFO footage, Uh, Greer also says that uh, the Congress and the president and other world leaders have all been sidelined by the criminal elements within the military, industrial, financial complex. Um, That is all featured in his, I would say the most popular of these movies is Unacknowledged. That one came out 2017. I think the After Later podcast is going to cover that one this week, which was kind of interesting. At least I hope uh, John does. That's going to be a good episode. I'll drop a link in the show notes, uh, and that'll be a nice little companion episode for this one. But, yeah, I'm here to talk about uh, the latest of Greer's documentaries, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. It is built around the idea that the national security state has concealed information from all of us and that we are actually able, capable of initiating alien contact. And the way that the alien agenda has been advertised, you know, through the mainstream media and Hollywood movies is uh, this notion that life, that if there is life beyond earth, that it absolutely has to be hostile like there's no other way you know i've always heard people describe you know the alien phenomenon and when they talk about it they will say well anybody with the capability and the agenda to get here would absolutely be after our resources or the planet or and they would just do away with us but i think that's sort of a um, simplistic human view you know that there there has to be something in it uh an agenda to be <laughs> to be followed or something i don't i don't necessarily want to impose my world view on uh aliens because from what i can see and from what greer seems to think that they are actually here to help us um you know the national security state has done all of this all of this uh Propaganda about aliens being nefarious evil beings you know for its own world dominating purposes because you know the the powers that rule this world they don 't want us believing that there's something more powerful than them uh, Greer actually is a very controversial character even within the UFO community um, he goes as far as to say that alien abductions are actually staged events by our own governments. Um, This seems a little out there, but uh, I don't want to completely rule it out. You know, anything is is possible. Greer claims that the 1% doesn't want everyone to realize the power of their own consciousness, because then... They wouldn't be able to sell us all this junk <laughs> if we realized that we are all one and emanating from the same infinite source why would you need a selfie stick you know um, their methods of distraction through mainstream media and the entertainment industry is actually known as operation mockingbird I could probably do a whole episode on operation mockingbird uh, might might dig into that next who knows but They instill the idea that aliens are this great threat, you know, the ultimate boogeyman. This is why the current White House has introduced Space Force. And Greer makes a really good argument for his case. He says that any civilization capable of visiting Earth would have the capability to annihilate us in an instant. So it kind of goes back to, this reminds me of one of those old action movie lines, like, you know, hey, If I wanted you dead, you'd be dead by now. But uh, he claims that their real goal is to awaken us to science and consciousness. And he says that their ability to disappear and reappear is because they are astral ships or astral astral versions of a craft. And they're responding to human-initiated contact. And when the consciousness of the human conducting these, uh, protocols, he calls them CE five protocols. One of the main tools that you use is meditation. You might be asking, uh, Brad, what are the CE five protocols? And how do I reach my alien friend? Well, step one, we go outside, preferably away from the city, away from the lights. Uh, Step two, you get into your meditative state. And using your power of intention, you signal that you are ready to make contact. One of the things he talks a lot about is remote viewing. So the way that he explains how that works is that you, when you get into the meditative state, you picture yourself within your own solar system. So I'm on planet Earth. I'm three planets away from the sun. And you visualize that. And then you pinpoint down to the Earth exactly where you are located. And this is how they find you. If He says if you're successful, you will see lights in the night sky that have moved like no other before. He, uh, he also has an app that you can download. Uh, I haven't done it. I'm a bit skeptical and paranoid of apps and uh, what kind of data they're harvesting. But um, I do find this idea believable. There's there's a lot of YouTube videos out there that you can check out too. You don't necessarily have to get the app, but I'll include that in the show notes just in case you're, you're feeling adventurous. Um, but I do like this idea, this concept that by getting out into nature... And meditating that I can add to the collective transformation of humanity, and that it's not just good for me, but it's good for everyone else and everything else on the planet, and apparently beyond that as well. I will post links in the show notes for where you can find Dr. Greer's new documentary, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind as well as all the ways that you can get in touch with me. You can find me at the thecoffeebuzzpodcast.com, my own little weird corner of the internet. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate that. And I will talk to you next week.